welcome to another episode of Behind the Act Curtain. I gotta tell you, I have been waiting to talk about this goddamn show you're that gonna, we cannot talk about. Gonna say it? We, uh, I'm gonna say it right now. I'm gonna tell Don't you what it. it is. I'm doing it. All right. The Encore Repertory Company is doing Walt Beep. Disney's Mary Poppins the Musical. <laughs> I know, right? Throw a beep in right over it. No, seriously, we are doing Mary Poppins the Musical. Um, that's the show that Caitlin Arcan mentioned uh, in one of our last that's couple what, episodes back. That's what the beep um, was. That was if the you're beep. Wondering. We couldn't say it. We're saying it now. It is Mary Poppins. We were under uh, strict guidelines and orders to um, not say the name of the show. We couldn't publicize it. Uh, we can't put it in any social media um, until a certain date. That date has come and gone. We can now say all we want. Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins. So, yeah. It's, it's, it's funny, too, because with the beat, people are like, oh, uh, what, 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 could, what could she have possibly said? That, did she drop the C word? Like, no, they dropped that before. You know, it's, yeah, no, you can say anything you want on this show. Yeah. But for some reason, you can say fuck, shit. Whatever. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't abuse it. Well, I don't, I'm not going to abuse it. I'm just, I'm just saying those are the things you can say. But yeah, for some yeah. reason, you couldn't say Mary, Mary Poppins. Poppins. Yeah. And I toyed with the idea of, you know, you can say Mary, you can say Poppins. But you couldn't put it together as Mary Poppins. We, <laughs> we couldn't reference the umbrella, the lead character flying. We, weren't, we can't talk about anything. Imagine if you um, got sued for saying it just because of our podcast. That, that would have been First of all, if, any, awesome. if anybody's listening to this podcast. Hey! <laughs> they're listening. Yeah, right? We've been like, yes, finally. Somebody listened. Oh, wait, the wrong people are listening. Mm. Um, no, but we can talk about it. It's Mary Poppins. Uh, Encore is very excited to be doing this show. Uh, the Stadium Theater is very excited that we're doing it. Uh, let me tell you, this show is a monster. Uh, it's big. And I don't just mean, like, great big cast. The set is huge. Flying effects. Um, the costumes are just going to be ridiculous. Uh, I don't think we've... I don't think Encore has done a show this big since Willy Wonka, I think. And that was back in, like, 2006-ish. Uh, wow. Huge undertaking. I mean, the flying alone is just going to be ridiculous. And there's probably less flying... In this show, than probably some of the other shows like Peter Pan. Uh, I know we flew in uh, Willy Wonka. That was huge because we had the Wonka Vader and all the bunch of characters flying around. Um, but it's it's ridiculous. I mean, the set, I designed the set. It's just it's massive. It's massive. It's gonna be a spectacle. You know, it's. I remember I actually got a chance to go and see Mary Poppins. Uh, I took my wife. We went to New York. We saw it on Broadway. Uh, we literally sat three rows from the top, and. We're in the balcony, and literally the seats, we were so high up, the seats actually tipped forward a little bit, oh. so you kind of felt like at any time you could fall out of your seat. I wouldn't be able to do that. I... It was crazy, and there was like this Asian family behind us with a little girl who was kicking my wife's seat the whole time. Oh yeah, New York at its finest. <laughs> it was crazy. Backhander. Uh, but watching that show, um, you know, you, especially in New York, you're seeing it done live. I, I remember thinking to myself, this is why I do community theater, because seeing the things that they could do on that stage just excited you. You're like, oh, I want to do this kind of stuff. Uh, little things, like they had these panels in the floor that would just flip up, and when it did, something, like it was like a, like a little handrail rose up out of the floor. Little technical things like that. I was That's... like, wow, I wish we could do stuff like that. You yeah. know, things sliding in and out, you know, with on skids and stuff like that. Uh, but of course, you know, they have these massive theaters with all this backstage space where they could 
hide. I mean, the bank's house literally rose up and down into the yeah, ceiling. That's, it was, that's it was crazy. Awesome. But the space back there is just. And you know they've got all these mechanical winches and everything's moving, and you see that, and you're like, as a director, I you know I can't just go and see a show and enjoy a show anymore. I'm always nitpicking and being technical about it. I see all the little mistakes. I'm like, oh, there's that. But you just sit there for a Broadway show and you're just mesmerized. And you're just and you're like, that's what I love to do. That's yeah. that's the kind of quality you want to bring to your your community theater. I mean, we are we're community theater, um, but we don't hesitate. We put on all these giant massive shows, and um, Mary Poppins is going to be our next big one. It's going to be crazy. And with that, today's guest is none other than our Mary Poppins herself, Megan Brunault. <laughs> Welcome Hello. to the studio. Thanks. Again, the kitchen studio, as we love to refer to it. Um, yeah, so you are going to be our Mary Poppins. Yeah, it's very exciting. excited. It's exciting. Very excited. So um, usually what we do is we like to go get a little backstory on you, but we, let's just talk about it. Let's talk about Mary Poppins. We'll go back later i just want to talk about it um so we can we can publicize it now put it on social media so tell all your friends tell all your family yes we are doing it it's going to be a huge spectacle so how does it feel being the you know the title of your role of mary poppins it's going to be a little bit of pressure there <laughs> it's a little bit of pressure um with playing the role and doing the choreography that's right Maybe is not massive. only is Mary Poppins, she's um, one of our choreographers as well. Uh, she's probably doing most of the choreography for the show. Uh, but, you know, hey, you're a choreographer. That's a little hat for you. Yeah, it's just, it's, <laughs> right, it's, right. it's a difficult show. It's a lot. It's, a, it's, it's probably the most difficult show I've ever choreographed. We uh, had, were in the rehearsal process, and I know uh, one of the first dances she did was uh, Jolly Holiday, which is literally like a 10-minute Still haven't finished number. it. It's still going on. It's that, yeah. it's that big. It's huge. Uh, I left for her. We finished a rehearsal the other night fairly early, and... Uh, I was like, all right, use the next 45 minutes to, to do what you can, you know, add some more to it. And yeah, and she's been working on it. It's big. It's and you big. have more coming up. So yeah. it's like, you know, you've got all these other dances because yeah. we're on a tight schedule and we got to get everything done in a timely fashion. That's going to be hard, too, because if you're in a number and you're trying to see what everybody else is doing for the choreography, then you it's gotta, difficult. Yeah. I think you're going to record rehearsals or. We do. Yeah. Yeah. We have a closed uh, Facebook page where we record at the end of the night what we've done we post it up because then obviously people can go back and practice to that and they yep. can just be refreshed watch the dance, yeah. i kind of told the cast at the very first rehearsal like don't once i teach it to you don't come to me because i have <laughs> too many other, i mean i have to memorize my lines i gotta memorize the dances myself so we well, sort of you've appointed, appointed a dance captain right, right? I was, so that's, i just said go to her yeah, she's gonna feel all the questions <laughs> and help them with whatever and and if she has questions she'll talk to you yeah. so you don't have like Thirty people, people coming to yeah. Yeah, we have a good sized ensemble, and like we mm -hmm. have a we have a we have two ensembles. We have a dance ensemble. We have a regular ensemble, and the dance ensemble itself has like fourteen wow. to sixteen yeah. people in yep. it, wow. plus another ensemble on top of that. Yeah, so there's yeah, a lot. Big. There, there's a lot, um, and there's a lot of dancing in the show. It's, oh yeah, it's not like you know some shows where it's like lot of singing and then a little dance number. It's like they're singing the entire time the dance number is going on. And it's Disney, so you, you right. come to expect mm -hmm. giant uh, production numbers. Um, but yeah, but what I've seen so far looks great. Uh, and of course, we assembled a really great team. Yeah. You know, Megan being uh, one of the choreographers, the production team. Uh, you know, Anna Martin is producing. I'm directing. Megan's one of the choreographers. Kathy Fortier is one of the choreographers. Um, it's just 
uh, huge. And Renee Bernier is the stage manager. She's a great stage manager, so you know it's really good to have a good team of people who can work on these shows. And um, I mean, unfortunately, you pull in double duty, but at the same time, it's kind of exciting because you get it to is. be Mary Poppins. I know. I know. Uh, so what was what was the the audition process like? Like when you went to audition, were you going? Were you going for that role, or were you just like, oh, I just want to be somebody in the show? I was definitely going for that role, but I think I, I love... The movie is one of my favorites of all times, mm -hmm. and I and Julie Andrews is, like, my idol. So I think I probably just would have done the show regardless, because I, I wanted to dance in it, and I just love the show. So. I don't think I've ever seen the movie all the way through. No way. Really? I, I know I've seen bits and pieces. I might have. I oh, don't I remember it. it as a whole. Yeah, wow. I remember the animated part. Sure. I do remember that. Yeah. Which obviously you can't do animation right, right. on stage, but so so there's a lot of changes for the Broadway version of it. But that's that's really what I remember from the movie. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, I just I just know it's massive. Um, but yeah, so you you're auditioning for Mary Poppins, and uh, we had a lot of people auditioning. For we that did. Show. It was a hundred and I can't even remember. I thought there was about 80 each night. So. Yeah, yeah. So it was maybe like 160. How many were uh, auditioning for Mary Poppins? All of them. Okay, that was a lot. <laughs> well, you know what the that problem was, was too? Uh, we had a lot of kids audition. Yeah. Now, there are only two kids yeah, roles. Right. Right. It's not a It's not a Michael and Jane Banks. Show. It's not. It's not no. a, it's not a, it's, it's a family show for everyone to go see, right, but not right. to be in. Right. I bet, but I bet you get a lot of people who just see Disney and sit oh, send yeah. their kids exactly. to audition. Oh, yeah. well, we, I would parts. say more than half of the people who auditioned, more than half were, were kids. kids. Yep. Um, wow. And basically what we did was we, we cast our Michael and Jane Banks and then there's a kite flying scene in that too. Uh, which doesn't call for kids. It just calls for the adult ensemble to be in. But I was like, you know what? Let's get a couple kids in the show. So I think I picked maybe five or seven kids just to put in that kite flying scene. Just to punish yourself during rehearsal? And punish myself. Actually, no. They, we picked really Good. great kids. They're well-behaved. Um, and But that's the thing. There's not a lot for the kids to do. Yeah. Because, it's again, it's not a show for right. the kids to be in. It's for them to go and see. Um, so, yeah. More than half of the people who auditioned were, were definitely... Um, they were definitely kids, and we were like, "Yeah, sorry, kids." I mean, I mean, I broke broke the heart of like sixty something kids saying, "Sorry, you're not you in the show." It. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> it was rough. It was rough. But now we got a great cast assembled, and Megan uh, is playing Mary Poppins. Adam Landry is playing Bert. Uh, it's it's gonna be great. Uh, John McElroy is um, George Banks. It's, you know, people we've mentioned on the podcast before. It's just, it's going to be a, a great, great show. Good cast. And I'm looking forward to it. I am looking forward to it. You've already got your umbrella. I do. Right? You're rocking your umbrella. You've been carrying this umbrella with around. It. Yeah. Uh, it's it's, it's literally the, the parrot, parrot head, right? Yeah. Now, what's the significance of the parrot head? Do we know? It's it's from the movie. It's just she just what she yeah. had, right? In the movie, at the end, the parrot comes alive and talks. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not see the end of that movie. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. So, That's ours crazy. will not talk. Yeah, ours isn't going to talk. And you're going to have to fly with the umbrella, with the umbrella. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how do you feel about the uh, the flying aspect of it? Um, Looking forward to I it? I think nervous? maybe I'll be nervous once I see. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've never, I don't even know, I've never worked on a show where there's been flying, so I don't know how it works. I don't know what it oh, looks like. I don't fun. really know. It's cool. It's cool. But I do have in my head, like, playing the story of how someone flew Peter Pan into the wall or something. Well, <laughs> I can corroborate that story. Um, there was a lot of alcohol involved the night before. Okay, well. And, yeah. <laughs> <You definitely. laughs> 
you have to you have to trust the people that are flying. Sure, of course. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, a that's a big thing. That's a big and um, we usually have really great run crews, which is tough for a big show like this. Again, being so massive, not only do you have your run crew and your your regular tech crew for the show, but you also have to have a flying crew as yeah, well. Yeah, because you don't want to have to. I mean, granted, there's only a few flies in the show, which is fine, and they could probably do other things, but you need to have them focused on that flying aspect. Yeah, and it's, it's um, one of those things, too, where you can't be, okay, we're down a tech person tonight. We're going right. to have you yeah, run we're over. Just gonna we're just going to have you in on, on the fly. Run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it, you can't do that. That person has to do, do that, that <laughs> every run. And, yeah. and, and. Well, you've flown. You've yeah, been involved yeah, in flying, yeah. so you know what it entails it's a lot to fly somewhere. You literally, you've got someone in the air, and if you mess up, you can kill them. You absolutely, can, you can absolutely. It's there's a lot of pressure. Drop, <laughs> I'm say, awesome. Her eyes just lit up. <laughs> <laughs> you, you drop someone from thirty feet in the air. Yeah. 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 Best case scenario, they're gonna break their legs. Well, yeah. let's let's call speed. Uh, let's yeah, let's yeah. just say it'll be sixteen feet because you can't go any higher than sixteen okay. feet because then you'd be in the lights. So, so it's still, only sixteen still. foot. But still, the wrong fall at sixteen feet could do. Let's say you, the so end. Tr if you trust who's flying you, then it'll be it'll maybe be my umbrella will like coast me down. If, <laughs> if no. I sure fall. it will. <laughs> you watch and, too many cartoons. There, <laughs> there, there's a lot of you know safety things. Absolutely. Well, the, the the company that comes in and teaches us all the, the flying and stuff like that. There's a lot of training. They work with you. They they stay from the tech week. Um, they basically don't hand it off to you until showtime. Everything's so weighted. Everything's done with their supervision. Yep. Yeah. And and because we've flown so many shows over the years, you know. I'm familiar with the equipment. Uh, the people who usually do the flying and stuff like that are familiar with it, and we train them. And we, we, we it's it's all about the safety. I mean, we've, um, we've literally gotten into the nuts and bolts of it before. We did when we got <laughs> up into the freaking yeah. ceiling in a rat's yeah. nest. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Yeah. But um, yeah. So you know, you'll you'll be in good hands, and you'll be able to fly. I mean, luckily for you, you're not doing any like major flips and stuff Flipping, like that. Yeah. You're, right. you're gonna do just a nice little little fly up. It'll be fun. Um, yeah. If anyone's gonna worry, it should be Adam. Because I don't even he's know. He's not worried. He's so excited. Oh, I'm sure he is. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to get him in here and, and talk to him. So yeah, Mary Poppins. What um, I, I what what are what are your feelings uh, going forward? I mean, even though it's just such a big uh, undertaking now, be choreographer as well. Uh, what are, what are your thoughts? Are you looking forward to it? Or? Yeah, I'm actually most excited about this show than any other show. Mostly because every other role that I've played is sort of below my vocal range like <laughs> no honestly I've never really gotten to sing a really good soprano part right, ever right. like L was like difficult isn't even the word for yeah, me vocally because yeah. it was like right in my break range and I was so excited to audition because I, I knew like this is right in my range it's perfect the song you've played a lot of leading ladies I mean you know Fiona and Shrek yeah uh, you know Fiona um, was like Sort of closer. Up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Closer. but I mean, I get to hit like, you know, high C's and right, stuff in right. Mary Poppins, which is <laughs> awesome. And so I'm really, really excited. I, I think I'm most confident about my vocals, like, than any other show I've ever done, which is right. nice because that's obviously a big part of it. How's the um, learning of the music? Uh, Eli Bigelow is musical director for the show. Yep. Uh, he did uh, Into the Woods with us when we did Into the Woods uh, with the kids. And, um, that was his first with Encore. That was his first with Encore, yeah. That was his first uh, show as musical director. He did a great job. Uh, literally, we did... It was Into the Woods Junior, so we did it with the, with the Encore kids. and He did a great job. He had a great rapport with them. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's doing a great job. So, with the music and, and, and learning the music... Um, have you learned a bunch of songs yet from the show? Yeah. Um, well, actually, I was there last week because I was away, so... Um... I think I missed like she was away getting sunburned. Yeah, take it all she can. He's he's really good. I was pleasantly surprised because mm. 
I'm like a I am a staunch Jeff fan, just the way he works and <laughs> how you yeah, know intricate he is Jeff, and yeah. stuff. Um, but he he warms up well. He breaks up the pieces into small parts. He he's attentive to the you know to the harmonies. He he really really has been great. So yeah, good. and great. luckily a lot of the music in the show you kind of at least know. Yep. You know, yeah, the familiar. basic of it, because, sure. you know, it's a lot of it's pulled right from the movie, so. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it is. It's it's fun. And like I said, uh, the, the cast that we assembled, just, they're great. I heard a little bit of the singing. Um, it's tough right now because, you know, we're in the first months of, of doing it, and... Uh, the way we like to break up our rehearsals, you know, usually the director's there one night, the music director's there another night. So we actually haven't started putting it together. Mm-hmm. So if they have sung anything, it's been a cappella. Or we've had a CD, CD player, just to yeah. kind of go along yep. with it. Or if Meg's doing a dance, she's not going with our musical director playing. She's using a CD as well. So until we actually get to have the three of us together, the musical director, the, the director, and the choreographer, then we'll really be able to start fleshing it out and, and getting a feel of what it's actually going to sound like. Mm. Um, and the cast is just phenomenal. They're just so good. So good. Our Jane and Michael Banks are oh. the cutest kids. Uh, perfect, perfect choices for the show. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to doing it. I am. I don't, I don't get nostalgic or excited a lot about shows. Um, and, you know, doing show after show after show, it gets a little... It's tiring. You get you sure. get worn down. And I'm not going to lie to you. This is one of those shows I was just kind of like, it's coming. I know it's coming. I got to gear up for it. But now that it's here and now that we're doing it, it's like you kind of... See it coming. Hey, you're at rehearsals. Yeah. and yep. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, uh, by the time this airs, we'll already be into Act 2. Yeah. You know, so we've we're moved along rather, rather quickly. And, yeah, it's... It's going to be a fun show. It's going to be a fun, fun show. The kid so. playing Michael Banks was legit off book the other night for blocking. And oh, yeah. me, and, me and Adam are standing in the corner going, <laughs> he's making us look bad. Yeah, yeah he, and the girl who played Jane wasn't at the rehearsal, and he still knew his stuff, waiting for the pauses where yeah. she was supposed to have lines because, you know, I'm trying to do it. The stage manager's throwing them out every once in a while. He knew his stuff. Over he's so cute. You know what? I'll take it. How old yeah. is he? Gosh. I don't know. He's short, but I don't yeah. know if he's like one of those kids yeah, that looks, yeah. he's maybe a little older than he looks, but uh, yeah, he's great. He's really, really good. A little redheaded kid. <laughs> What's his first name? Um, oh, no. We'll come back to that. He's not, he's not listening to this anyways. <laughs> no, he's too young to be listening to this. It's awful because I just keep calling him Michael. I know, I know. That's the thing. Yeah. That yeah. I, don't, I don't even. Yeah, you just get in, you just fall into that. It's just so much easier because, you know, when you're dealing with 40 people in the room at one time. Just yeah. call my their character. Exactly. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll plug him at a, at a different time and get somebody else on. But I'll tell you, maybe we can get him on. We'll talk to him because he's, he's so, a riot. He is he's so such cute. a. I'd have to like. But hey, it, prepare, <laughs> my, prepare myself for that. We'd have to get you get you off that list you're on. Clear with my parole officer. Yes. Right? Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm nervous about ever having the kids on the show, but you know, we can have a. a yeah, well, the problem is we have episode. a kid on the show, and the parents want to listen to that one. And they go, "Oh, what are these other yeah, episodes?" Yeah, let's listen to what it's like. Yeah, it's oh, not gonna be like fuck. that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's that kind of a show. Um, yeah, so it is. It's exciting. It's great that we can talk about it finally. Um, you know, we're going to have so much fun doing this show. So, Megan, let's go back a little bit and talk, you know, about, you know, where you got your start in, in theater. Because you do a lot of community theater. Uh, I know you do a lot with Encore. And you've done stuff outside of Encore as well. Uh, where did you get your first, um, you know, beginnings of being a performer? With Encore. Was it with Encore? Yeah. Um, I was 
like a choral singer. So I started taking voice lessons pretty young. And um, how young would? Um, maybe ten. Okay. Um, and then when I was like. 14-ish, I got a guitar, and I was, like, playing the guitar and singing, and I was sort of kind of taking lessons with a, a girl I went to school with, her mother, and um, she was performing with Encore, the, the, the girl I went to school with, and so her mom's like, you really should go audition for this company, and so I came out for Once Upon a Time, which okay. was the, like, Disney... Which was the first cabaret. Right. Now, when Encore started... Um, they were basically just doing a fundraiser to help renovate the stadium back to its original glory, which it's at now. Um, but to do that, they were like, hey, we're going to do one show. It's going to be a Disney cabaret. They're going to just do a bunch of Disney songs. And um, this is actually what I like to refer to as BF, before Fred. This is yeah. before I was even involved uh, mm -hmm. with Encore. Uh, you know, because Muriel and Kathy and uh, a friend of Muriel started the company. Um to raise money as a fundraiser, and they were going to do just the one show, um, and it ended up being Once Upon a Time, yeah. which was the Disney stuff. So what did you do awesome. for that? So I initially was cast as Alice for Mouse in Wonderland, okay. and we did the, the unbirthday song. Let me song. just say, if you try really hard, you can probably go online and find those photos somewhere oh of Megan in the <laughs> Alice costume from that show. That's a lot of pictures on the Encore site. So there I mean, are, and yeah. that may be one of them. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Go find him. And then I think um, they gave me Esmeralda in the hunchback portion because she had like a dance routine. Okay. So I was um, the white gypsy with blonde hair. And then the girl who was playing Jasmine dropped out. So they gave me Jasmine. So I was also the blonde haired, blue eyed Jasmine. You were all over the place. Yeah. And <laughs> also, um, I was in the work song from Snow White. So I was the tallest dwarf ever. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How tall are you? Then? Well, I don't know. I'm 5'9 now. So. Right, 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 right. So that's not, a tall dwarf. Not a dwarf. Not, yeah, not, not dwarf a dwarf. Yeah. No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I was like dopey. Uh, but nice. um, yeah, it was, it was fun. Now, a little interesting to that, that being Encore's first show, I was supposed to be in that show. I was supposed to really? be... I was originally going to be Timon in the Lion King oh. numbers. However... Um, my wife now, who was not my wife yet at the time, we were dating and we uh -oh. broke up. Uh-oh. Yeah, so that took me out of the running for the show, <laughs> which is probably the best at that so, time. Okay. <laughs> so what you're saying is you were only cast as Timon because you were dating... Probably, yeah, the, uh, probably. Hey, not for nothing, but, you know, I... I am a performer, so it would not have been far from my reach. And that's probably the only thing in the show I could have done would yeah. have been Timon. But yeah, uh, her and I separated, and uh, yeah, I was not in that production. And nor did I get a chance to even go and see it. Um, it ended up being cute. I think I have it on VHS somewhere. How do you play it? I don't. It's just there. <laughs> she just has it. It's just a, I just have a VHS it, yeah. tape, it's on a shelf somewhere. Right? It's labeled. She likes to just stare at it. <laughs> <laughs> for the nostalgia of it all. That's great. Uh, so Encore was your first uh, yep. for T into theater. That's pretty and there uh, from wow. the beginning. I know, right? Right at the beginning yeah. of yeah. the first show. Mm -hmm. So you've gotten a chance to see it evolve into the monster that it has become. I have. <laughs> I have. Been there since the beginning. Right. But you had taken some time off, so you had done that show. Yeah, I did a few because you know, they did the like Arrow. Broadway then and now yep. was one of their first Bye Bye Birdie the first the time the first time they did a full length show was Bye Bye Birdie who were you in Bye Bye Birdie just in the ensemble you were in the ensemble yeah. and um, that's when my wife played Rosie yeah she was the 
whitest, mm. pastiest rosy on the planet. Let me tell you. <laughs> Nothing Spanish happened in there. Yeah. Yeah, she... Uh, I- Irish Rosie. Yes, very, very Irish. She had that horrible wig. I remember uh-huh. that. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, um, oh, you know what? I was Gloria Rasputin. In that show? Yes. Nice, that's a great With point. a big, massive, like, bra that they stuffed to the hilt because <laughs> I have no breasts. <laughs> and it was so dumb looking. It looked just, like, ridiculous. My skinny little legs that's in awesome. this thing. Yeah. So you're very top heavy. Yes. <laughs> for that role. That's great. Um, and then they, I know they did um, a f- couple other small cabarets. Now yep. they also did The Wizard of Oz. Yes. Were you involved in The Wizard of Oz? I was Glinda. You were Glinda in The yeah. Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you guys didn't fly. No. For that, right? We didn't fly. It wasn't until a couple years later when we would do it right, again right. that we actually flew for that show. Um, but you were Glinda, so you walked on. Yep. How was that show? It was good. Now, that's, also in the, that's also in the early stages of Encore. Right. This is like. Small sets, very right. little going on. And they had um, double cast Dorothy. Right, I remember that. So I think one played two nights and one played... Right. I don't remember right, exactly right, right. how they worked it out, but yeah. Hmm. Double casting the lead, that's... That's weird. That I'll, I'll tell you. And, and Encore wasn't charging. There was no production fee. Right. So it's not like they were like, hey, let's get a couple extra bucks and get a few extra bodies in the show by double casting. They just... That's now that they was just a, liked them that had, I was gonna say yeah. that had to be an interesting. Now who directed that production? Oh gosh, Do you remember? it was a, it was a woman. It was the only one she ever did, and we never saw her again. And oh, I cannot yeah, remember. So her yeah, name. I wasn't around for that one, so I'm not I sure. I can't remember her name. All um, I know is, I walked into the very first rehearsal, and she to all the little kids who she cast as Munchkin, she was like. Munchkins, this is Glinda. She's going to be like your mom. Stick by her through the whole process. And then, like, I got all these kids attached to me. Did you know that when you were a kid? I was like, what the hell? That's the last thing you want to hear as an actor. You're responsible to babysit the children during rehearsal. Oh, my God. That's the worst. (laughs) That's not a bad idea. You should should think about that. You know what? Maybe I will. I'll pick one person. Right? That's who's your mom. (laughs) I also think that was my first Autumn Fest parade show. Wow. Uh, possibly March for that one yeah yep. I think so and I think that was my last show before like my hiatus you took a break <laughs> yeah now what was what was the reason for the break I went to school um and then like well I tried to go to school would be more appropriate then family crap and just I don't know now, I just got you, away from were you doing group. anything in this time off because you, you said originally you were a singer yeah you were doing some choral stuff were yeah you sticking with that at all or um no you know out of high school I um I used to do a bunch of competitions like in high school but I Where'd just got away school? from it North Smithfield went to North Smithfield yeah. now did they have a drama program at North Smithfield High School they they the chorus teacher would put on this big, it was like the big spring concert, but what it was was a, a Broadway review, sort of like a cabaret okay. style. Um, you'd have to audition for the songs, and then she'd sort of have like, you know, costumes. and what, So it wasn't really like, a, we didn't have a drama program, but she right, would put right. on this big dramatic. Sure. Yep. Um, I think when I was a senior, they finally got a theater program, which was run by the... Um, English, a new English teacher who came in, and it was more just like straight plays and stuff, but it was awesome. I got to do it for one year, and I was like, what the heck? Where was this, you know, the other <laughs> exactly. three years, you know? But um, I think it's bigger now over there, which is nice. Um, so I went to school, I went to Dean, and I was d- trying to do dance and musical theater. Um, I didn't do any shows with them uh, because they did hair. Oh. And I remember being like, I don't... I'm not, naked. Naked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting naked. I'm not getting naked. 
I, I followed a band around for a little while. <laughs> You know, wait, wait, wait. as a wait a minute, as like a, a roadie or a groupie? <laughs> <laughs> what, what band? Fish. Oh, Did you, oh. yeah. She's a big fish fan. Yeah, yep. Saw some shows up and down the East Coast. Dude, and, that's uh, worthwhile though. Hey, get some life experience out of it, yeah, right? Yeah, for go, sure. Go travel and now you see just the East Coast, like they're just going up and down. And yeah, whatever tour they did that um, fall, uh, spring into the summer. I think it started in Maine. It kind of give a meet the band. Down. Oh, yeah. Did Not, you? like, as a whole, but they're very, um, you know, at festivals and stuff like that, they'll drive around in golf court, uh, oh, golf okay. carts and kind of say hey and stuff like that. That's, so. like, a real hippie kind yeah, of music they, they're, thing. Yeah, they're, like, out there. Not a, fans, I'm not so. familiar with fish. Really? Yeah, unless they're in a tank swimming around. I don't know much more than that. <laughs> PH. PH, yeah. yes. Yeah, I do know that. I know that. I see the sticker on the back of the car. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm not. I, I, I lost a, a, my best friend. Um, in 2003, I think. So that was hard. And so, um, I don't know. I just got away from it for some reason. Now, when you say lost, was she the, the, someone that would travel around with you and do this stuff? Yeah, or? he, yeah, Kevin. Oh, yeah, um, he was my best friend in the whole world. Like, mm-hmm. feel like my, the other half of my soul, you know? Um, he died in a car accident. And, uh, I, I even stopped listening to Fish for a while. I, like, mm-hmm. couldn't do it just because he was, you know, he was like, he was my road buddy, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I had a hard time with that. But, I don't know. There was no particular reason. I think I just, I really liked theater. I just, I don't know. You yep. just get involved in life and kind of. Yeah, stuff comes yeah. up all the time. You know, it's just crazy. Life happens. And, you know, again, it's community theater, so it's not like it's a profession. You're not right. making any money doing it. It's a hobby. It's, yeah. It's a very time-consuming hobby. Right. Um, and when all this stuff comes up, sometimes you just pull back. Sometimes you don't pull back exactly. when you need to. And you're I just know. like racking yourself, dealing with that all the time. Um, so what is your forte back into theater? When do you come back th- around and you're like, I want to do this again? I think um, when they did Joseph. And I with was Encore? Just, with Joseph? Encore, yeah. Okay. Um, and I was, I was just going to come be in the show. And I, don't, I think I actually I missed auditions. But um, Chris, who I knew, um, was looking for some extra people. So I came out and then they didn't have a choreographer. And so I, you know, I was pretty young and I hadn't really ever done a sh- you know, a show before, but I was always a ballet, I was always a ballet dancer, I was teaching dance and stuff, so I said, hey, I'd really like to try to choreograph the show, you know, and so he let's like, Let's be honest, you heard that this guy was playing older <laughs> Joseph, because if you listen to the podcast, you've yeah, heard us you talk about this show before, it. you're like, I gotta see that physique. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I have to be there. Yeah. No, my, my long my loin cloth did bring in. I'm telling you, that's yeah. people heard and they're like, okay, we gotta see this. And somebody has John Roberts in a loin cloth. I'm there. <laughs> there's, there's pictures of that online. Too. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah. I gotta find some of them. Post them on the book page. That's awesome. oh, That'd be great. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Um, so. You were just in the ensemble when you became a choreographer. Yeah. Yep. So that was the first show I choreographed, which I, I loved that show. I remember I seeing that awesome. show. That was a good, I remember yeah. it, was, it was a good show. Yeah. I remember the line called. <laughs> John has different memories of that show. That show is on my bucket list to direct. To direct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorites. It's a big show. It is yeah. a big show. Well, not only are you an actress, which we would we're going to get to, you know, you're a choreographer, you're a director. Um, have you produced? Have produced. You produced, so you're right up Everything, there and yeah. doing a lot, getting yeah. hands in a lot. You're actually on the committee for the Alcohol Repertory mm-hmm. Company, um, which is great. Megan's been on the committee for a couple of years now. Yeah. And um, yeah, she's one of she's one of the the power players she's for the Encore. She's, a, she's an original. Yeah. Plus, she's been there from the beginning. Yeah. It's like we're vampires. I know. 
I feel like a vampire sometimes. Family, right? Seriously. <laughs> Um, okay, so you, you're coming back and you do Joseph, mm-hmm. um, and I remember, uh, we've, we've, what was, what was your, uh, did you feel like, you know, you were at Encore in its inception and then you come back a few years later, uh, was it different? Was it kind of the same? I think it was definitely different. I mean, I knew, um, the O'Neills, you know, had been kind of around since the beginning, so it was nice to be with them, but there was definitely a lot of new people mm-hmm. and, um... You know, when I started doing um, Once Upon a Time, I sort of, like, just auditioned for every show after that for a while, and then I didn't for so long, and then I came back, and I think for a little while it was just kind of picking and choosing, like, I don't really want to do that show, or Mm. I do want to, you know, trying not to um, to just, you know, weigh myself down with it all. But I really, really loved the choreography. Like, I liked being on the artistic side of it, too, so I couldn't even... I couldn't even tell you from there. I would have to look at my own resume. Because yeah. <laughs> like, there's just been so many. So you're back in Encore and you're doing Encore shows. Now you've done shows outside of Encore as well. Not many, but You yeah. haven't done many, but no, you've done a few. No, I, I actually only... I did Jesus Christ Superstar with North End Players. Where, where are they located? Uh, they were in North Providence. I don't even think they... They're not around anymore? Um, ...are functioning it's, anymore. It's yeah. sad. There's so many community theater companies and just... Going yeah. away. It's, it's it was tough. a good production, and interestingly enough, um, people that I met in that production have come over to Encore. Who did you meet uh, over Lisa there? Calkins, Jane Aceto oh, were in no that show. Um, oh, that's a, my that's awesome. punch, oop, my punches pilot. <laughs> yeah, was the punches pilot in that, oh, and it's so it, Lisa note they're yep. related, so oh, she really? called them to come oh, on no out kidding. to audition for us. Yeah, um, Frank O'Donnell was. Uh, Nice. Herod when I did it over oh, there. Oh, wow. And That's great. Yeah. I can see it that. It was a good experience. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I played Mary Magdalene. Um, and then another time, actually, Kathy and I went to audition for, I don't even remember the name of the company, but they were doing Nine. I remember that. It was a big dance show. So we were like, oh, yeah. yeah, we're in, you know? Yeah. And um, I got cast, and then maybe, like, three weeks later, we all got phone calls saying the show show's not happening. happening. I remember, too, because you got cast. My wife did not get cast. And um, she was like, okay, no big deal, you know, mm. not a problem. And then she found out three weeks later yeah. that shit wasn't going up. And she's like, bullet well, dodged. yeah, bullet dodged. Yeah. I guess I didn't have to deal with any of the, yeah. whatever was going on for those three weeks. I just don't think um, they had the funds, I don't think. It's, yeah, it's tough in theater, you know. If uh, We're very fortunate to have the situation we have and the mm. venue that we have. But a lot of these other companies, they're just, the smaller companies are just going away slowly, you know. Um, and I don't, and, and I can't say it's because there's so much competition because that's not. I mean, there's a bunch of community theater groups, but it's not like an oversaturation no. where everyone couldn't exist on their own. It's just theater's tough. The economy is hard. I think, it's, I think it's the venues and yeah, having there's... having a community to support. Right. It, Absolutely. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're very fortunate we where are we are. Fortunate. We get a lot of people yeah. to come out. And something like a, a big city like Providence, you know, if there's a lot of small groups, it's like, you know, the big names, you know, Trinity, you know, right, right. 20 you know, um, a couple, I think it's... Um, not Barker, what's the other one? Baker Playhouse oh, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, there's a few recognizable names, but anything other than that, like you say, you mentioned it once and then they're yep. gone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There are a handful of theaters north of Providence, but Stadium is really one of the few that uh, like focuses on the theater. You know, like what's the one in uh, Cumberland? Uh, there's a theater over there, but they do a lot of like. They do the Blackstone and, uh, Mill River yeah, Theater. They do, oh, they do a lot okay. of music They do a lot of like cultural yeah, dancing yeah, 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 and yeah. things oh, wow. like that. Yeah. 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 But for, for actual live performances, you yeah. know, it's tough. There's not that. There's, and, and they're going away by the wayside. I know um, Theater Works 
has dissolved. They're yeah. all done. Um, there's a couple other ones I know that are on their way out. So it's like, what do you? What can you do? You know, you just be thankful for what you have, and you just keep trucking forward and hope it lasts. You know, uh, so you do um, Joseph. Yep. And then what? Where do you head from after that? Where? <laughs> um, rent. Oh, actually, Miss Saigon. Miss Saigon. You do Miss Saigon. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Also, a show I did not audition for. Oh, really? Yeah. They called you in on that one. Um, I think I just I didn't really realize that I had missed the like I knew the show was coming, but I mm-hmm. didn't. I don't know. I just missed the audition somehow. So I, I emailed the um, director, which was Eric. Um, Denoyer, and I was like, if, if you need like ensemble, I just love the show, so I right. just wanted to be in the ensemble or whatever. And then um, he's like, yeah, you know, we could use the dancers and stuff. And um, they didn't have a Gigi, and so um, I think he just asked a couple people to sing for her, like who had, who had already been cast, you know. Um, so again, <laughs> I get this ethnically like. <laughs> yeah, I remember a lot of white chicks. Being up yeah, on stage. Yeah, there was no Asian a, people in that. It, it is, is tough, hard. especially when you're in a community where there's not a large right. you know, yeah. ethnic. I mean, you might, maybe you get, you know, one or two. We or did. Three we had like one, and we had like two. The little, little, little kid. Right. And then there was one guy yeah. who was yeah, Asian. Who and that was yeah. it. That was it. You know, I played a lot of roles where I don't wear many clothes. Um, Megan so, had yeah. a tendency to be scantily clad. Gigi a lot was of one of those. Whorehouse was another yeah. one. My yeah. husband's always like, um, "Are you going to be clothed in the show?" Because like my friends want to come see it. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because as a director, you know, knowing that Megan, you know, she's pretty much up for anything. I'm like, okay, you're going to be in the role where you are wearing no clothes. Perfect example. Uh, we did the best little whorehouse in Texas. Yep. yep. And um, you know, she played one of the. Uh, who, who are you in that? Did you have a? All the girls were named. Yeah, right? I can't remember her name though. Isn't that weird? I can't remember her name either. But there was, there was a, a like gentleman. Like the Lou or something. Yeah, you were one of those. <laughs> yeah. There was a gentleman uh, who's no longer with us, unfortunately, John St. Martin, who was like the nicest guy yeah. on the planet. Uh, every time we would put him in a show, he always got a role where he was supposed to swear. <laughs> and he was the kind of guy who didn't want to swear on stage. His family was going to come and see the mm-hmm. show. He didn't want to have to swear on stage. However, off stage, every day he would come to rehearsal, he had a dirty joke for me. And yeah. they were some of the dirtiest jokes. <laughs> he was the greatest he was such guy. A great he guy. had all these crass jokes. He would always come to me, but I could never get him to swear on stage. Like he did um, Cuckoo's Nest with me, and he was the doctor, and he was supposed to say fuck in the scene, and he wouldn't say it. Couldn't get him to say it. Uh, so when we got around to Whorehouse, um, he was supposed to, I remember his line, his line was supposed to say, I don't give a fiddler's fuck what you think. Mm. And then the line progressed. And I remember one of his rehearsals, he ripped out with, I don't, I guess it's fine and dandy what you think. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell was that? Fine and dandy. <laughs> Couldn't get him to say fuck. Um, and you know, I respected that. I was like, all right, he doesn't have to say it. I said, but here's what we're going to do. Megan happened to be, um, paired up with him, uh, as one of the whores for, uh, cause he was like, he was the governor. No, he wasn't the governor. He was the senator. Right. Yeah. He was the senator. Yeah. And because uh, David Gorgon was the governor. Uh, but as a senator, he's supposed to come out of the room uh, in the beginning of Act 2. And Megan's there with him. And she's helping him pull up his pants. I said, but what I want you to do is I want him to stand back. I said, I want you to be down in front of him, face the crotch. When the lights come up, 
before you pull his pants up. And he's smack dab center on the top down. balcony. Oh yeah, just, that's the first thing you see when the lights oh. come on. I was like, well, I'm not gonna get this guy to swear, we're gonna do this to him. And it was oh. hysterical. Oh, that was a fun show. It that was, was such a good show. And that was another one of those shows where, you know, um, we've, we've been doing theater for a little while and you get a great cast together and then we had a lot of new people coming. Mm. That's where we met Jackie. Yep. Jackie came in and she played the role of the maid and she had like one of those powerhouse diva voices and it was just awesome she was so good yeah, she was good um, and what's great you do a show like that and then Athena's which is the local company mm-hmm. here in Woonsocket um, sex toy novelties um, they were doing their big event where uh, they have a seminar every year to introduce new products and stuff and they asked us to come and perform so we did a number from the show for them and uh, that was a lot of fun it was fun it yeah. was fun they're was, a good audience they, they're always a good audience <laughs> oh yeah and then they had little gift bags for yeah. all the ladies uh, it was cool <laughs> it was a lot of fun that was a great show but um, yeah so in Miss Saigon on the show where you know Megan's got no clothes on um, always you weren't the only one though there was nope. a lot of ass up there yeah. you were like Jesus it was like just hanging out. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> now, did you do the sound on that show? No. Oh, no, you didn't do the sound. That was before um, you would come in. I knew somebody that was in it. I don't remember because I, I did. I went and see it with Melissa. Yeah. I mean, come on. Naked people, partially naked on stage. I'm telling you. That's, <laughs> John's there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Nice. Um, so, yeah, we do. Um, that was, and again, an amazing show. Yeah, I just remember such that a good show. show. So good. Yeah, you get, you get BF, show. but mine sounds better because that was BJ. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, so, Miss Saigon comes and goes, and again, amazing, amazing show. It was so good. Um, and then I think the next big one for you on the block was Rent. Yeah. Now, I think after Miss Saigon, I sort of have been here <laughs> now for like, that was like right, my yeah, that was jump back like, in. Yeah, yeah. Um, now for Rent, were you originally a choreographer? I think so, and yeah. And you were like, I'm just going to be in the show yeah, as well? Yeah, Did you audition for show. Rent? Because yeah, I wasn't the I original director. We've, we've talked about this. Uh, I wasn't the original director for that show. Um, so it was just one of those instances where like, you're a choreographer, I'll be in the show. Yeah. It just kind of makes it easier sometimes. Yep. Yeah. Um, so what was the experience like before I was I came on board? So you got this director who's trying to do this show. Um, and, uh, so I'm sure you wanted to see certain things. Chaotic. And he's kind of like very, he was very minimal, I remember. Right, right, hearing. right. Well, Rent is, you know, there's a lot of music in Rent. It isn't a straight musical, but I mean, it's it's fairly close. And I think he would he would expect me to like block all the musical scenes, even though they weren't necessarily dances. And so like the opening, like I remember you came in and, you saw, and you're like, let me see the opening number. And so we showed you the opening number which I had done the whole thing because I was like, I don't, I don't know. And at the time, <laughs> he just gave me the and at song. the time, you weren't a director. Nope, you were not just at all. a choreographer. And you were like, what's uh, going on here? I was like, <laughs> I have no idea. Like, I was just chaotic. I just, I didn't yeah. share in his vision at all. He didn't tell me what he wanted, really. And so... This guy wanted for a set. I remember, I, remember, I, I couldn't believe when I heard this. He wanted a series of boxes. He wanted, like, five boxes. Who, who was this? His name was... I can tell you what his nickname was. I can't think Did of his he, first name. John Brennan. John Brennan, that's so right. It was John Brennan. He directed my first sound show at, at Encore, which was Charlie, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. You're a good and name, Charlie Brown. it was Brown. the same thing where he... All he wanted, and I remember hearing parts of the battles in the production crew with this, he just wanted Snoopy's house, and that was it originally. Yeah. And he wanted Snoopy... On stage the whole time. He wanted Snoopy to wear a ball cap with ears and then everybody was going to just be dressed in black 
Yeah. That was his. That was his, was like, his vision. Just, which maybe if it was like this tiny if little we were black, black box, box theater. Right, right, sure, right. knock yourself you're, out. You're in the, the, the stadium we'd already, theater. Right yeah, we had already established ourselves as being right, that right, company right. that's doing all these big, big giant better, shows. Yeah. We couldn't take ten steps back to. Yeah. People don't theater. realize that just because you may be good at acting or you you know that you're on the stage all the time, they just think they can be a director and they don't yeah, understand right. that you yeah. need to have the whole picture a, in your head. He had a hard time communicating too yeah, what he, he wanted did, yeah. to get across. He would get so frustrated, extremely. Like you could see his face change and he yeah yeah that was, that was i was involved um in designing a lot of the pieces for that charlie mm. brown show that he had directed and uh, i remember when we built that couch the couch was freaking giant it was like one of the biggest set pieces we'd ever built it was huge and it had yep. to move on and off and i remember the stage manager that he had was i'm gonna say it batshit crazy to begin with <laughs> and uh i was butting ha- i i only Designed the set, and I was yeah. butting heads with a stage manager. He brought in a lot of his own people. Well, she no, she, she found us. She was not his own people. She was I don't even know where she, she came from. The moon, uh, and I, I remember her. I she remember was her. she was crazy. She was fighting with me. They were like the couch is too big. You need to make another one. That was freaking couch was gargantuan. I was like no, no. just I was like slide it on, do your thing, slide it off. They didn't want to deal with that. Oh, they, they thought that was insane. That was an insane concept to them. I was like, what is going on here? Um, the show ended up visually looking good, uh, but yeah, they, they they couldn't wrap their head around how to move this couch. Yeah, and the visuals, like he didn't he didn't want any of that. He originally. didn't want any of that. He, he was really bent out of shape about how yeah. it turned out. With yeah. The, and, but you couldn't, you couldn't do what he wanted. I think in his head, he was one of those people that's like, I have to be modern and... and Chic with my production. Whatever his oh, reasoning for it was, I mean that show went off and ended up being a decent show. Uh, so they invited him back to yeah. to, to do Rand. Yeah. But right in the beginning, they were like, he he can't do the same things he did last time, and he was he was right, already right, in right. that routine yep. of wanting to do it that way. I mean, we had a brand new set designer who sat down. His name was Paul. He was he was great. He did mm. an awesome job. But he told me later on that. Um, after he had the initial meeting of what this guy wanted, he was going to leave. He yeah. didn't want to do the show because this guy wanted five boxes on stage. And he couldn't figure out what the hell that even meant. Right, right. Um, so eventually, we had to let him go. And when they let him go and I stepped in, I sat down with Paul. And I told him, we got a big multi-level set. I want a Which stripper awesome. pole. I yeah. want to have this, that. He, he thanked me. He said, thank you, because I was going to leave. He said, I didn't want to do something minimal. He went and got scaffolding. And it was just, it was awesome. Yeah, that was and, it was so, and he was so happy that he was able to build this big, giant set. And uh, that was that was great. That was a great show. The choreography yeah. was amazing too. That was like was the first fun. time I worked with you. Yeah. As you know, I was the director, um, and you being the choreographer. And again, the show I didn't even cast uh, to step in and just to see all that cool that cool stuff that was going on. Um, yeah, that was just awesome. Yeah, and, great and, I, show. and the choreography was fantastic. Um, the the number where it's I always refer to a dream sequence. It's not really a dream sequence, but it's like the death. Oh, uh, yeah. Angel. Yeah. Um, you were telling me how you wanted to do this yeah, thing with yeah, the yeah. sheet where they're really going to cool. get underneath and they're going to arrive. And I asked her, me being the perv that I am, I said, can you have the girls pressing themselves into the front of it? Because I, I think like, that oh, would look really yeah. cool. And she's like, oh, yeah, we're going to do that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're on the same page. I like this. Um, and yeah, and, uh, you know, over the years since, you know, working together, being choreographer, even as an actress, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're pretty much right there on the on the same page. So, I can just be like, do what you got to do, and when I see it, I, I know I'll be thrilled. 
and that'll be great. Which leads you into directing yeah. um, when we get to Spring Awakening. But before we get to that, let's take a break. We'll we'll hear a little bit from the sponsor, and then uh, we'll get into some more with Meg when we get back. Awesome. The Encore Repertory Company presents Run For Your Wife, written by Ray Cooney. Presented at the Stadium Theater Performing Arts Center. John is the happiest man in the world until one night he's knocked unconscious. When he doesn't come home, his wife Mary calls the police. And so does his other wife Barbara. This madcap adventure will have you laughing for days. Tickets are $21 and the performances are Friday, August 14th, Saturday, August 15th, and Sunday, August 16th. For more information, check us out at EncoreRepCo.org or you can check out TheStadiumTheater.com. And we're back with Megan Brunault chatting about some of the past shows she's been involved in. Uh, we just, you know, talking about Rent and how much of an amazing show that was and how great the choreography was. Um, do, you, do you like being, I mean, especially now knowing that you're going to be doing the choreography for Mary Poppins as well. Do you like being in the show that you choreograph? Is that, is that something you like to do? Um, it doesn't really matter to me either way. I mean, I it, they're sort of separate. Like, I love to choreograph, and I, I love to be in shows, and right. just, if, if it so happens that I love the show, I'll, you know, do both. It just works out. It doesn't bother me to do yeah, both. Yeah. It's a little more work, but... Because as a director, sometimes it's fun, you know. We'll, yeah. Like, we're going to get to the next show that you were in, which uh, is the Full Monty. Right. Um, I directed the Full Monty, but I got the cameo in it. Mm. I had, like, five lines in the whole show. And as a director, you know, you just so busy trying to worry about everybody else right, right. and then it's like the minute I get on stage well I'm not watching what's going on anymore right. so you're kind of giving up a little bit of that control and I didn't have an assistant director when we did that I was just like it's a small scene it'll be fine I'm just gonna do it and uh, yeah I don't know if I could do that as a director it's as tough. a choreographer it's tough. you know I don't I don't have to worry about it as much I, right. I mean I know as a director I like to just pace in the back so yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure you've had the same problem but like so you've choreographed and you've directed but then if you're in something as an actor and you're not doing that role, do you have a hard time ever with, you know, like what's going on for choreography and you say, oh, well, maybe like do you or do you just kind of let it happen? And do I your... don't specifically, but I think that's because we just have we just have surrounded ourselves with people who are good at what yeah. they do. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah, don't, yeah. you know. Yeah, like that one scene I was in for the Full Monty, uh, I was in a scene with Ashley, Brian, mm. um, and then uh, Nate Medeiros who played yeah. uh, Brian's son. And I'm like, I've got seasoned actors with me. So no matter what's going on in that scene, I don't have to be the eyes watching because I know that scene's going to be good. Mm -hmm. You know, and then once I'm off, I'm right back to watching what's going on again. Um, It's tough. I know one time when we did um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, I literally was a big role in that show. I played Billy Bibbit. I directed it and I produced it, which I will never do again. I will never do all three because that was extremely hard to do uh and kathy was my stage manager so literally it was just me and kathy doing mm. that show nobody else it was me yeah. kathy and a cast there's no wow. other help there was nothing uh great show a lot of fun doing it but it's like we had to do it all and it's tough and plus i was in the show so i was like right. i'm hoping that it's going well because i can't really see it um yeah that's tough that's tough especially when you're when you're playing double duty you know right um or if it's a show you're directing and you're doing choreography for you got to do both. Yeah, that it's tough. It's I can't tough. imagine having that load. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a it's lot. A lot yeah. That'd be a lot. So yeah, after rent's done, we go into the full Monty. Who'd you play in the full Monty? Uh, Vicky. 
Vicky. Yeah. That voice is around a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. It was, was a fun, a fun show. show. That, that was show a great was awesome. show. Yeah. Again, another amazingly talented cast. Yeah. Everybody so was in that show. That was super good. That was in that uh, the the crowd drought. It was. Yeah. 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 You know, it's tough. Like I said, economy was down. Economy's down. Uh, again, it's one of those amazing shows that not a lot of people got to see. No. Not as bad as Spring Awakening yeah. ended up being later on, but it was the start of that decline. So that whole that whole finale with the curtain and the oh, uh, the lighting yes, was just the awesome. Just awesome. Was awesome. Their, yeah. their dance routine was fantastic. Yeah. Um, now, who did the choreography for that? Was it Kathy, Kathy did the yeah. choreography for that? Mm-hmm. That's right, because I remember she did the bathroom dance and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, such a fun And again, choreographer in and the she show. Was in it. Yeah. She played um, yeah. one of the leads. Uh, yeah, it was just such a, a great show. And it was a good experience, you know. I mean, there was some rough, there were definitely some rough patches during that show. Yep. Um, we will talk about yeah. that in a future time. Because yeah. that's like a whole podcast in itself. But um, we definitely, definitely had some uh, good times. I that loved show. Um, that show because Kathy and I obviously started out together and on we, we became really really close back right. in the day and kathy's never on stage that i know often. so yeah. it's awesome to like be back on stage with her yeah, doing yeah, it it was fun it was fun uh yeah she played vicky and she she got the vicky voice which <laughs> later on when she would Couldn't audition get rid of. she had a hard time <laughs> getting away from and it's funny because every once in a while someone will get into a character and that's all you hear for a little while and you gotta remind them um because after um Fulmati was done we went into was it Spring Awakening or Legally Blonde? No, Spring Awakening. Spring Awakening was first, yeah. um, which you weren't in, nope. luckily yeah. enough. But that was actually your first time directing. Your assistant directed yep. that show, mm-hmm. um, and I, I will bring up Spring Awakening as much as I can. That's the page. I love talking about that. It's show. the page turner for yeah. me. Like as huge being in theater made me look at things. You know, yep. as a as a kid, you're like, I want to do. You know, we call them like the, the theater whores. You just want to do every show possible. You <laughs> right. want every role. You know, yep. and. Yep. It didn't matter. I'll choreograph everything. It's just now I have like appreciation for the artistic side. And I feel like if I feel like I'm not getting anything out of it artistically, I just don't do it. (laughs) You know, but honestly, you know, it sort of made me see things that way. That group, that cast, I can't say it enough. They they were amazing. They were such a good group. Um, You know, Jeff Kimball was the musical director. Mm -hmm. And was that that Jeff's first With Encore? Yeah, with Encore. Was, no, he did Rent. He, he did Rent. That's yeah. right. So rent was, was his was first rent show. And with then us. Spring Awakening. Yes. Yeah. Spring Awakening. Yeah. 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 So he had done that. Um, but what was nice, you know, he's, he's an amazing musical director. You know, he's down in the pit. Actually, Producers, too. Um, was Producers before Spring Awakening? Because he, he did that as well. Yeah. So I think he had done two shows before Spring Awakening. Um, but it was nice because he had done a couple shows. You know, he's down in the pit, and then when we did Spring Waking, it was nice to be able to put them up on the stage yeah. and see mm. them. Which I know, as a sound guy, created all kinds yeah, of issues. Was <laughs> yeah. That was the first time we did that, It too. was the first yeah. time we'd ever put the, the band on yeah. the stage, the pit on the stage. Well, if we ever get the rights to Chicago... Oh, that's another one. Be prepared. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, that's just... Uh, in, in Spring Awakening, again, you know... you Now, what made you want to be a director? Were you always just kind of like... Was that always like in the back of your head? Or you're like, it's just something I want to try? Well, you were like, there's an amazing director at Encore and I just want to learn from him. I was like, I have to be like this guy. <laughs> what am I going to do if I don't? No one ever. Yeah. <laughs> well, so true. I mean, I, lo- I, lo- like, I love choreographing. And yeah. the part of it that I love is that I get to like, I get to like, you know, emit this artistic side of it and, you know, and put a picture together. Mm. And 
um, you, you start seeing shows as they progress, like, in your mind, what you would do, and I'd love to do this, and I, I don't know, I just sort of thought that I might be good at it. Like, that's the next step, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure, I can see that. A lot of, a lot of people come out and they're like, you know, I'm interested in directing, but here's the thing, not anybody can be a director, you obviously course, know this. Yeah. Um, someone can just come up to me like, oh, I'd like to throw my hand in the ring, be a director. You gotta have the vision, you gotta have, and it's, and it's not even just... Yes, you have to have a vision for the show, but there's so much more to it. Mm-hmm. You can't just be focused on your blocking, your characterization. You got to be able to run your rehearsals, oh, yeah. do your scheduling, work with all the other departments. You know, work well with your musical director, work well with your choreographer, your set designer. I mean, it's it's an all-encompassing. Uh, we're, we're very fortunate to at Encore because we get all these amazing people to mm. work on the show, so you can be just the director, right. uh, or you can be just the choreographer. Um, so as long as you're able to work with all these other people, you know, you're going to do all right. right. But there are people who come in and they just, they think they can do it and they just can't. Or they have these crazy ideas. We're a very traditional theater company. We don't do a lot of stuff outside the box. You know, if we're doing The Wizard of Oz, right. we're doing The Wizard of Oz. We had a woman who tried to direct for us and she wanted to make all these crazy costuming changes and casting changes with Dorothy. And we were like, we're sorry, you can't do that. We don't do that here. That's... For college, that's right, for right, right, small right. avant-garde groups, black box theaters. Yeah, that's tickets. where you do that stuff. Right. We have the responsibility of selling tickets. We work under the umbrella of the stadium theater. We have to produce a product that people... We don't want somebody to come in and see The Wizard of Oz and you give them some weird-ass right, shit right, that they're like, what and then is they this? Never and they'll never back. come back. Yeah, yeah, we, can't, yeah. We, we don't have the luxury to do that. There are venues for that. Not an encore. So it's like, you know. And, and there might be venues at the stadium for that soon. You know, you get the Eventually, black box, the black box up opens up or, right, you know, right. just more not, stuff in the marquee. Not the main stage. Not the main with stage. A thousand and, and at the time, you know, this was happening. It just it, it wasn't available. So to become a director, you know, uh, what we try to do is, you know, we, we, we suggest they, someone to, assistant directs under the wing of one of our season directors and then we go from there it's kind of a trial thing we'll see what they do uh, I remember when we did Spring Awakening I, I was like alright these are your scenes you're going to get a scene act one a scene act two you're responsible for them and she took that and she created what those scenes were going to look like and they worked out it worked out really well mm. I mean I think I made one change to one of your scenes right. and it was just of like an a positioning yeah. to, to take the last scene for continuity's sake and make it match up with the next scene but other than that whatever she did for those scenes it was her work up there which was great um, and it was nice for me because I never get assistant right, directors right, right. you know someone who can be there a second set of eyes watching and bouncing ideas off of and stuff like that I'll never um, forget opening night they, they were so like drained of energy i don't know what it was yeah, we were yeah. standing back there and we were like what are they doing what's going on it just felt like so flat it did, it did. well he I didn't think, even go downstairs i, I went didn't. down there and reamed him I off <laughs> i was pissed i was like what is happening especially because we had been seeing it all awesome week long, all week yeah and it was, it was just like, like they probably were exhausted remember that, but... the opening night too yeah. the crowd wasn't the greatest well, yeah that's what crowd too. that was yeah. the big problem well, what that, crowd so I think it was a big deflate that might have been a bit you know demoralizing Absolutely. for them to put all that sure. work into sure. it and you look out and there's like 150 people out in the I know. and it was different yeah. too because we had stage seating yeah. it's the first time we'd ever done that we, yeah. we yeah. put bleachers on the stage basically so they were literally sitting amongst crowd members which was a great concept yeah, was neat. I just wish we would have had I, I've said it before I'll say it again it's the best show Encores ever did that no one's seen, yeah, no one's seen. <laughs> yeah. best show that no one's seen and one of my favorite moments and I know I've told this story when we talked to Amanda and Matt um, when we we were sitting there getting ready to do the um, 
the scene between Matt and Amanda, the sex scene. So I got Megan sitting there. I got Becca and Mike, who was Mike, producer. Yeah. And I'm down on the floor, and these three are just sitting there like, what is happening? Shaking my head. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. It was, I've always it was pictured that, that rehearsal process. I like, wish we were recorded no, like, it. I know. Like it would have been really like, funny like to you're, have. Like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in, uh, in True Lies. Like, you're in the back with the... Yeah, with the microphone. Now, now touch it's slowly yourself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I wasn't in the back of the room. Yeah. I was literally... They so were here, awkward. I was here. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, oh. But that, uh, for, your, for your first directing experience, I mean, did you take a lot from that? I mean, obviously, you must have taken something from it because you are now yeah. a director. Yeah, oh, oh for sure. So. Um, I think the best part of it was that because there was really no set and what was happening on the stage was so minimal that we spent you spent so much time on the lighting and I really mm. got to um, also see like the tech, tech the aspect tech it, yeah. on that show too. Um, I mean, we were there all day setting up those lights. So oh, yeah. it was and, awesome. Yeah, and it was great because we had all those nice little globe lights that swooped over the stage. Right, yeah, we, they uh, were we, awesome. I bought those neon lights to mm -hmm. put all over the set. Yep. Uh, it was just, we did a lot with lighting and I think for me, that was probably some of my best lighting. Yeah, it was really uh, cool. For, for light design. But, um, yeah, I look back on that show so fondly. Mm. Like, that was, like, one of my favorite shows to do. It was a great show. But even though, you know, that was a super amazing show, you move on to the next one, yeah. and you just start trudging along. Uh, so for you, after we do that, um, we actually get off the main stage for a little while. Yeah. And you get pulled into the killer class reunion, yeah. which we've never had a chance to talk about. Uh, at Encore, we do, we've done some murder mysteries. Uh, and this is before the marquee room was mm -hmm. open. Mm -hmm. So we were in the lobby of the theater. Yep. And they would have like maybe like a bunch of tables set up. I don't know how many would sit up there? 80? About that, about yeah, 80. I think. Yeah. Um, and the acoustics are fucking terrible <laughs> in so the lobby. Awful. It was so bad. We never had mics. So I've, only, I've only ever done one thing there. But you've had sound yeah, to do we, it. We did, but it's still. It, it, where do you put the speakers? Right, exactly. Well, it's, it was on both sides of the stairs. Right, yeah. and, it's, yeah. and it's awful because if your table is over here, mm -hmm. you can't hear. No. And if you're sitting here, you're getting just buried. Mm -hmm. You're yeah. trying to eat yeah. or do whatever or sit and listen. And it's just, it's it's an awful setup. Now, when you did the Killer Class Reunion, it wasn't the first time we had done it. Uh, it was actually the second time. I think it was the second, second when time. I jumped in, yeah. Right, because um, the first time we did it, uh, Ashley and Brian Lopes, um, who got engaged during the Fulmonte, mm -hmm. actually wrote the murder mystery. Uh killer class reunion and it was about a, a high school reunion where someone got killed and all this fun stuff happened uh and i got to be in it i got to be the jock which was one of my favorite things it's to do I, I love being show. myself i get to be a total dickhead <laughs> uh, those are my favorite roles to play uh but you know when we did it the first time it was successful and we had lined it up to do it like a year later or like half a year later times. yeah a bunch <laughs> more times um and one of the girls wasn't able to come back yeah uh so actually know. the first time i played the goth girl right because you did it twice it's two did different it three characters times, right. and then the next two times i played right. the so you were the golf the goth girl yeah. one time and then you were like the the one that got killed the preppy yeah right? the, the other couple of times and those are fun shows to do yeah, they're really which fun. is nice because now that um now that the marquee room is open. You know, anything that was originally done in the lobby is not right. getting moved up there, which is a great space. But I do, I do have fond little memories of doing the murder yeah. mysteries in the lobby, even though freaking you had to like yell across the room yeah. because the sound was so bad. Yeah, yeah, it was tough. And the freaking crowds would get drunk. Oh my gosh, and unruly. They were... <laughs> oh my god, and they they're still the like that. They're for still those even shows. the marquee room. They're pretty yeah. unruly. It's fun um, though. It is. It's. I, I like the straight, the small straight shows. They're they're a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. 
Uh, and of course, other small things. I mean, you've done, even up before this, you've, you've been involved in a bunch of the cabarets, singing songs, mm-hmm. uh, vagina monologues, mm-hmm. when we do the vagina yep. monologues. Uh, you did it, did you do it the first time we did it? I did it? it the first time. I think it was the second. You didn't. I was But then away. you came back later on yes. and you did yep. it. Because we had done it a bunch of bunch times, times now. yeah. Um, another great little show, which, yeah, you know, um, everybody was, we didn't do auditions for that. Everybody was hand-selected. Yep. So people that we knew from Encore, people we had met over at another company when me and Kathy went to the show uh, at MPAC, got a couple of them involved, which was great. Um, and that was just a fun show. Which, yeah. which vagina were you when we did that? Um, the very first time, I was like the lesbian... The militant. The, the one who liked to make girls <laughs> happy. Right. Yeah, I girl, hate yeah, I it. Yeah. The girl liked to make um, vaginas happy. Yeah. And then yeah. after that, I've, I've always done the uh, the Bob one. The, uh, because he liked to look at it. Because he yeah. liked to look yeah. at it. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's... Uh, I still remember the, like, the first first time I saw that. Mm. Like, no idea what to expect. Mm. I, the first time I saw it, um, my friend Foley's friend Sullivan was in it. And they were like in a, a hotel room it wasn't a hotel room it was like um a you know if you go to a hotel room and they have like a, a place where you can have an office little area yeah, or something yeah. like that it was in one of those so yeah. it was kind of small but very intimate uh, i went with my wife uh a friend of ours joe tomaski went and um we just all went to support them and see the show i didn't know i just thought it was gonna be like a man bashing thing beginning right, right, to end. Right, 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 i was right. terrified to go and see it but it was not that show at all it was just it was it was the monologues. They're fantastic monologues. I remember watching. It, I was like, "Wow, this is really cool." Yeah. And then it was like years later. My wife was like, "What do you think about trying to do that?" Um, and I know it's frowned upon. So get off your high horses right now, ladies that direct this show. I'm just saying. I know it's frowned upon for men to direct this show, but it's I directed really? it. it. It's it, really? I, that's what I'm told. I can see that. Yeah, it's a very feminist. It's a very feminist thing. Yeah, but how nice that a man would want to take that on yeah. and like. I wore a pink shirt yeah. every night. I went out there. I mean, it's you know? for a good cause. It's for a great it's... cause. Okay. We raised all kinds of money for for great charities. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it is known to be frowned upon. It's for... a it's a good show. You know, there's there's funny parts. There's fucked up parts, mm. and then oh, there's yeah. Oh, yeah. there's uh, you know it's it goes all over the place. But it's tough because you go and it, there's literally probably you know with the two of us there maybe ten guys. Yeah, yeah. Not very I actually will say that the first time we did it, I would say oh. it was a very large female cast, but over a uh, female audience. But I think it's gotten better. It's gotten better. Yeah. Where men However, are going to see it However, there was now. one man there the first time. Ooh, that's right. <laughs> he wrote we a got very hate awful mail. letter. Yeah. I love getting hate mail. <laughs> I, I wrote hate mail right back. So. Yeah, you did. That. That's right. That. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he was very. He upset. just missed the point. He yeah. just yeah. he just missed. He was it. like, I can't believe that the stadium theater would allow this show to happen, and he was. And it was lengthy. Yeah. And he didn't like send it to us directly. No, he, he sent, sent it to, it to the, yeah. the the theater and to the newspaper. So it was like. Like in that. print, yeah. and mm-hmm. I remember you wrote. What did you write back? I just I wrote. I said you you missed the point. Yeah. You know, well, women's place isn't in the kitchen anymore, dude. Like I don't know where you come from, but these things are happening. And sorry, yeah. but you need to look at them. You and, know? I th- and I and I feel as the director, we handled. You know, the fun stuff is fun. You can get away with doing fun stuff. But even the really heavy stuff, we handled it very well. Of course, well. it wasn't um, done. The first time we did it, you know, we, we we had all these great actresses come out. They all did their monologues. It was tougher the the second time we did it because we had to add that movie to it. Right, right. Where the movie yeah. was brutal. Yeah, was I was rough. like, I can't believe they want us to show this. Mm. Uh, and it was, it was a great message, but at the same time, the video was kind of intense. Listen, let me say, for the record, whoever those motherfuckers are, Every time we've done the DM show, 
that just chatted up at the fucking bar. Yeah. During oh the my worst, god! Like the, the most brutal part of the entire we have performance. That problem every, every show. Show. And if you're I listening, said, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I said I was like, if they are fucking talking oh while Jesus is carrying the cross down the aisle, I will flip out. Like <laughs> I was always, so worried. And Bethy Labreck was in the show. Mm, every time hers. we've done it, she's always done the same monologue. Yeah. It's such a powerful moment, and it's right at the end of our act one, and. And I even go to the house manager and I'm like, please make sure they there's no noise at the bar right at that last scene. Right. Channel you on afterwards. Let us get through that. And she'll start and it's you could hear a pin drop. And all of a sudden you hear the fucking chowder heads right, at the bar. Right, right, right. Because there's something about that. There's something about your audience oh, yeah, just being yeah. so oh, involved. Yeah. They're just yeah. so into it. She's talking about a it's piece great. of her coming off in I her mean, hand. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then all of a sudden you hear... Yeah, oh, dude. Shut the fuck and up. And I'm usually at the lighting board running that show. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like freaking out because that's all oh, I can hear. And we can't, we can't do anything. But you can see we're both like literally yeah, we're looking, looking at each other. We're just like... We're looking at each other going like this. like... Jesus and like God. we're looking behind at whoever's house managing like, and just, just go there. do your fucking job yeah they're just, just standing go. there looking out oh, and I'm like so what is annoying. happening right pisses now? me off it's so tough. much and it's tough because the way the theater's set up there's no hard door to close right. it's just no. a yep, curtain, just curtain. If, if, some, if they had just something a sign put a sign on the bar that says please quiet during the performance oh, the right, signs right. you just read have some common sense and respect. You know what? <laughs> we should make That's, one of those. Yeah, I know, right? I, it'd be like, would they even let us put something up like that? Or would they have a hard time? But they probably you know? would yell at us. Yeah, they'd probably be like, you <laughs> gotta are. pay for that or something. Right? <laughs> 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 Seriously. Um, $1.95. Yeah. So, you know, we do vagina monologues a couple times, which it's always, always um, a great show. And then um, you do Legally Blonde. Yeah. You get the lead in Legally Blonde, right? You get to play L. It's a fun show. That huh? was a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> must, your face must have hurt from oh all the smiling. Oh my god! <laughs> I just I couldn't. I don't. I think I had like twenty three costume changes. That was a big. Um, that was that was crazy. I did there was only on that one show. scene that I wasn't in, which was the jump rope. The uh, right, right, it was right. just a marathon. Yeah. I did the lighting for that. I just remember every time they would set a new scene, I'd be like, "What the hell's going on in this scene?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they had that giant. Um, like a uh, frat house that yeah. would fly in, all the it's windows massive. up on top. I was like, Jesus. And uh, yeah, it was fun. It was a fun show. It was I mean, really fun. I uh, loved the dancing. Kathy did that. The yep, choreography. she's the choreographer for that. Awesome. You played opposite Matt, right? Matt yep. and Potter, yep. uh, who we've had on the show um, as Emmett, right? Yep. You played Emmett. Yeah. That was a fun show. Yeah, that it was, was a fun, fun show. I remember I'd seen the movie, and when we talked about doing the, the, the show, I wasn't familiar with the stage version of it, so I didn't know what to expect. I mean, and I had only been in and out of rehearsals just for doing the tech stuff. So when I got to actually sit and watch finally the entire thing, I was like, oh, okay. Mm. That's that's fun. And it's always fun to bring... I mean, they always say you should never work with children or live animals. Right, right, but it's right. always nice to two see dogs. the dog out there. Two dogs. Yeah, yeah, the two dogs. I prepared for probably like a year to, to audition for that because it's like very... It, it's in a very bad place in my vocal range. It's like mm. right in my break. Um, just just above my break. And then I get to rehearsals after being cast the first rehearsal. The whole score is a half a step down. <laughs> Which puts it right in my break. Right? It's such oh. a hard time. <laughs> now, coming off... I mean, you're doing that show. You just did uh, Full Monty, the Vicky voice. Was that Yeah. Um, Ashley actually came up to me at auditions and said... Um, we're going to have you read again. She's like, but you have to get rid of Vicky. Yeah. We but it's similar, it. <laughs> you know, a similar high-pitched kind of sure, squeaky sure, 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 um, sure. thing, you know. So 
Yeah, that was a rough one. Fucking Vicky voice. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't bring it to Barry, though. No, you did. <laughs> I worked on that for a while. So. <laughs> Um, so you do Legally Blonde, and then Legally Blonde wraps, and we get involved in the huge production that is Shrek, Shrek the Musical. So that much fun. Awesome. I would do that show. Such a good show. I would do that show for the rest of my life. It was so yeah. much fun. It's, it's, you know what? We're actually going to have Dylan Tagnacci come on the show, uh, who played our Lord Farquaad, and uh, we're going to get to talk to him a little bit, because he was hysterical. fantastic as that plot. One of the hardest oh my God. people to work on stage with ever, because... He's so hysterical, yeah. and he does a lot of improv. Right, right. I never knew what he was going to say. Well, you played Fiona in the show, yeah. right? Now, you did the choreography for that show yep. as well, right? Yeah. All right, because you did, again, she's the lead. See, so you're, you're kind of used to that. Um, yeah, yeah. That, Fiona, though, it, it's not a huge right, part, right, so right, it was right. fun. It was fun yep. for me. I could, you know, yeah. chill at some parts, and yeah, that, that show was awesome. It was a great show. And it wasn't, I mean... You always sit there and go, oh, it's so tough. There's so much going on. For being a big production, it wasn't a super stressful show. Yeah. I mean, it was for me because I was sure. literally doing that and Les Mis at the same time. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. those, those were going on together. But uh, for, for the most part, it was just like, uh, it was Shrek. It's fun. Yeah. And we had such a great cast. One of the big concerns was um, the prosthetics for for, for Shrek because right. we weren't yeah. sure what was going to happen and, and we weren't getting it we ended up ordering something from Canada and having it like overnighted Sent, yeah. uh, so we could have it and we it didn't even up, have it for the kids show that morning we didn't we yeah we didn't between. it literally came that afternoon we ended up like cutting it up too to make it we had to we had to put some holes in it so we could hear well, and, and he originally had a nose yeah. it was were, like a nose piece and a mouth piece and we ended up getting rid of that all together so there were mic problems there were mic problems yeah so we ended up basically had it inside his mask and just started like this. So the morning show Shrek face was different than the rest yeah. of the run yeah. because of Way that reason. Yeah, but it ended up working <laughs> yeah, out. It was, fine. it was great. Right. Um, you know, Meg was Fiona. Uh, such, it was fun, and the chemistry between you and Mike was great. Yeah, it was really um, good. How nerve wracking was it when the farts didn't work? <laughs> oh my gosh! So you know, Ryan yeah. DeWolf, who was the musical director, yeah. had a, a, a little. No, it was, it was, had, it was Eric. Eric. Eric was, was running controlling the farts. It. Oh, Eric yeah. was doing it. Yeah, yeah it was oh. Ryan. It was Ryan's iPad. It was, okay, he was running the That's farts. That's what it was. And uh, shit, the because bed. through the through the rehearsals, I remember I was doing it on a microphone for a while. Yeah, yeah. Up in the back. I kicked. I. I, I I look back on it because I remember giving like Eric like a panicked glance <laughs> down in the pit, you know, and he was like, he just shrugged. He's like, I don't know, it's yeah. not working. Yeah. And so Mike just literally starts uh, straight up it. burping on the stage, and I was like, oh my god, I can't burp on command. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was so scary. I mean, we just kind of had to do it with our mouths. Yeah. But you got through it. I yeah. mean, it was one of those moments where yep. you're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> but uh, oh man. That's a great number, too. It is, yeah. My niece, um, that was the first time she ever saw me on stage, and she went home, and my brother says to her, how'd you like the show? And he goes, and she says to him, your sister fought it on stage. (laughs) 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 So that's what she took from it. That's what she took from it. Awesome. Uh, Oh, man, that was was a great show. I mean, Mike, Gian as Donkey, the three guys together. And then, of course, Dylan, like we mentioned, was Mm -hmm. great as Farquaad. Um, and then the dragon, we had that oh, awesome dragon, so awesome. which, you know, you cannot talk about that show without talking about that dragon. We almost didn't even have that dragon. That I was know. like a, a last minute. And I got a lot of trouble for that too. <laughs> I'll never forget. Um, my mother found a, a video or something online and I guess the guy had built a dragon for his, um, wife's school or whatever. And, um, 
they were like, it's available. It's a thousand bucks. We can get it. And I was like, order it. Yeah. And I didn't I was, ask anybody. It wasn't in the budget. That, though, I was just know? like, get it. And then uh, my wife was like, you know, we, we should have talked about it because, you know, we got to go to the theater and yeah, check with them. Yeah, yeah. And it just so happened in that moment, the, the president of the stadium was passing by. She was leaving or something yeah. like that. And I said to her, I said, how would you feel if, you know, we got this dragon, da, 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 it's this much more. I know it's not budgeted for. And she said, if you feel it will enhance the show, then you should do it. I said, this is going to make the show. Mm-hmm. I said, it is going to be the difference between us looking amateurish and us looking professional. And she said, if that's what you think, then go ahead and do it. And I did it. And, and I, did. I, I took some flack from my wife. And yeah. it was the perfect was choice. Awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. And that thing far surpassed like a high school. I mean, this thing oh, was legit. Yeah. I, I can't, can't believe that this guy just built that. Yeah. He it. built it for his wife's middle school production. We all fell in love with it. We like oh, didn't want God. to see it go. Yeah. At the end. It took five people to run it. And it, I mean, the head, the eyes, it all moved. It was cool. Uh, I got to have my picture taken with it a couple times. I yeah, loved it. I yeah. loved that thing. Yeah, and I guarded it. Oh, it was so yeah, guarded. Yeah. Like we checked it and double checked it, triple checked it every awesome. night to make sure it was it was it was okay. Um, but yeah, that was a great show. Um, and then you guys got to do the, you, again. You were the choreographer for that show, so yep. you did that awesome number with the rats. Yeah, that was that a lot was of so fun. Cool. Um, Big tap number. And then with all the all the creatures, the forest creatures, mm-hmm. you guys had that. Nice I love the choreography number. for that. Yeah, yeah that was a lot it's of fun. It was a great show. Um, and, and a memorable show because I mean we still I mean we still have the cowl, you oh, know, yeah. we, we 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 kept that even though maybe the set is no longer in existence because it's been remodified into a other things. Yeah. You know that's one of those shows that if someone was like oh we should do that again I'd be like we probably should because yeah. it was that amazing. Yeah, and I got to mention Alf Alfion who did the the set design yeah, for that awesome. show. That guy, he's done some of the best sets uh, we've ever cool had. Set. And literally he was the guy I could be like. This is what I want, and he'll figure out. I want my how to castle to grow, and he's yeah. like, "Okay." I said, "I want my castle to grow. I want, I want my towers to grow." And he knew. He figured it out. He did it. The, I wanted the window to break, so yeah, it that would, was awesome. The yep. dragon's head could come through, and everything I asked for, he he was like right there, and 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 he'd be like, "Well, you know, I understand you want that, but would you want this?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, I'll take that too." <laughs> you know, he just he had ideas. He was really good. Um, we definitely got to get him on the podcast sometime and talk to him because uh, he's done a lot of stuff. His yep. portfolio is amazing. I've had a chance to see it. I haven't seen it recently because he's off touring around and doing all the things, which is great. Good for him. Um, but again, if any time if we could ever get him back, he's like the guy you want to build your set. He's really, really, really good. Um, so we finish up with Shrek, and then um, you actually go into some more directing for a little mm-hmm. while, right? So yep. what, what, what happens after Shrek? Um, I think the first thing I did was, well... With Encore, I think the first thing I did was Rumors, maybe? So you're, you're doing some non-musicals yeah. Yeah. and watching Rumors, right? Yeah, which lo- like, loved that experience. Right, right. It was, I mean, it was a little stressful for a minute there. Sure. <laughs> uh, lost a cast member. Oh, that's right, like the week Six of, Six days right? before yeah, opening the night. And, uh, well, let's not say lost. Let's, let's fire. call Spade fire a Spade. Fire to cast Yeah, the shit cannon. You can't have shit together. Yeah. <laughs> um, so someone came in, and they yeah. were amazing, and uh, it was really funny, sold out upstairs, and... Mm. Was a good time. How many how many seats are upstairs? It's like a hundred and twenty. Depends on if they did they do the table. Was it no? a dinner? It was not dinner. It wasn't dinner. Um, so I think it was about a hundred. Yeah, because okay. they cram around. them in there if right, they can, they you know. Um, yep. and it was two nights, I believe. Yeah. Uh, sold out both, and people really liked it. It was hysterical. Right. Uh, I actually put a set up there. It was a small yeah, set, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. um, 
and then prepared for. I did uh, Beauty and the Beast Junior after right, that. Right. Um, yeah. And you did that with. Adam was a, my with that was encore, encore kids, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. and encore Adam kids. was my assistant director, right. and sort of getting him ready mm-hmm. to take the reins, and, which he'll be uh, doing this fall. Right, this fall with uh, Fame Junior. Yep. Yeah, and then uh, my magnum opus, Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. <laughs> but before we get to Jesus Christ Superstar, we've got to talk about the. Um, Awesome 80s prom. Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> while you were directing up in the market Again, room, barely closed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we, uh, I'm directing the awesome 80s prom. I wanted to do something in the marquee room because I yeah. hadn't done anything up there yet. And, um, you know, we were kicking the idea around doing another murder mystery, which we've done a few murder mysteries. And mm. that's all fine and good. But I had in the back of my head for the longest time, I always wanted to do the awesome 80s prom because I love 80s music. I love everything about it. All, all 80s. And I was like, I want to do this show. So we, we start casting the show. And, um... It was tough because it literally calls for every stereotype in high school. You know, you got the bad boy, you got mm-hmm. the bitchy cheerleader, you got her idiot friends, you mm-hmm. got the dumb jock. Um, but it called for all these foreign exchange students, you know, and uh, we needed a Swedish exchange student. And of course, I was like, oh, let me ask my to do that. <laughs> <laughs> because I had held an audition and you did an audition, right? No, no I couldn't. Didn't. I think we had rehearsal for, we were in rehearsal for something. You were in rehearsal something. for something. Yeah. So she couldn't even audition. Uh, and I didn't get anybody that came out for the audition. I was like, shit. So, um, yeah, I called her up. I said, listen, I got a small part. It doesn't require much. You have no, no lines. Because <laughs> you don't speak any English. You just It's a lot of gibberish. Yep. I said, um... I said, worst case scenario, you got to be like pat down by someone. And I don't think I said who someone was. <laughs> I said, that's the worst case scenario. I said, oh, and you just have to be, okay, but let me say this. And I said, you just, you know, you have to be the Swedish exchange student. Now, when I think Swedish exchange student, I think Jamie Lee Curtis in Trading Places. Okay. Okay. So the very first thing she said to me was, oh, I have a costume like that. And I'm like, wait a minute. Interesting. <laughs> I have like this trunk full of Halloween costumes. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, but if to see the costume, uh, it's very small. It's it very is. skimpy. Very, you know, this, it doesn't leave much to the imagination. Let's just say that. <laughs> and the fact that she owns this costume already, I was like, win-win. <laughs> no, wait. Didn't she have two of them? Did she say you had like a green one? I did. One? I had a green one that was like German more. More German. And then the blue and, and white one the was, the blue and white yeah. one. So she was ready. She was ready for this part. Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> and then we went and we ended up getting you some little flags, right? Oh, yeah. Out. I cast out. And you got to dance. And you were looking to marry someone or yeah, something Yeah, yeah. I made like this that. whole... Sh- I was like, I want to do something. So yeah. I like, I made this like marriage license and I would try to get all the guys in the room to, to sign it. To sign it so I can stay in the country, you yeah. know? <laughs> that was fun. And my favorite thing about that show was I had to get the props. Now, it's all 80s, so all the props had to be straight up 80s. So I literally got to go online. I was so proud of this. I went online, and I ordered a 1985 issue of Playboy magazine oh my God. so that one of the characters could walk around, like, opening the centerfold and showing it to people. <laughs> and, oh, my God, let's just say back in the 80s, there was no shaving going nope. on. It was nope. like gorilla hair everywhere. It was insane. Um, but the yeah. audience was crazy. The they audience they was just so took fun. everything to the next level. The one lady asked me to um, take a picture with her husband. So I go stand next to him, and she's like, Now turn around. So I turned around, and she goes, Now bend over. <laughs> So she has a picture of her husband and my ass cheeks. <laughs> pretty much. Hysterical. That was a crazy crowd. It was a, it but was they, was, they were a fun crowd oh, yeah. because it's it's not a typical show. It's not like a murder mystery where you sit 
and you just watch a show. It's very interactive. Mm. So if you're not getting up and dancing with the cast members, then you're kind of missing out on a lot of it. And we had like a photo corner where you could take your prom photos, and then you could go online later and order them, which I know the online wasn't invented in the 80s, but our camera guy figured out a good way around that. Yeah, it was neat. It was so much fun, and, and the cast was great, and you know we had all, all the different... Oh, and we had a Michael Jackson impersonator oh, yeah, he was who showed up as Michael Jackson to do a routine. That was so cool. That was a lot of fun, that yeah. show. Um, so we, we do that. That's going on while you're gearing up and then you're getting ready for your opus, like you said. Yeah. Which is Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ Superstar. Superstar. Which was a phenomenal show. When we had Zod awesome. on the show, we talked about it and we couldn't say enough good things about it. Um, casting was amazing for that yeah. show. Just overall. And I know that you're a big fan of that show. Love it. So it's my favorite. Yeah. You, you must have just been like in awe the whole I time. Was. I worked on it for a year. I mean, everything had to be perfect. You know, everything. Right. right. And even your, your set design, which, you know, when I first heard it, I was like, seemed very minimal. was very effective. Yeah. It was really cool. Um, you know, and I got to, I got to like the show, which was a lot of fun. I got to see, even though I'm not always involved directly with shows, sometimes I get to do the little things like that. Yeah. And I was not a fan of that show. I didn't care for the material. I don't, any of those Jesus-y shows are mm. not for me. Um, but I can honestly say without a question of a doubt, watching that show made me a fan of the music, the show, the oh, whole that, thing. The music yeah, is the music so, is so awesome. good. Cause it, cause so if good. nothing else, it's I'll just a you, rock opera. Like every, you know? every night hearing, uh, Gethsemane, like, oh my just, God. Uh, it just blows me away. Matt. It just blows yeah. me away. And he was the perfect choice. And, and he Killed didn't it. even. Killed he it. sent me a video Central from video. Texas. Yeah, 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 yeah. We talked to him you about know. that. He actually said he was sitting in his car. Yep. Just screaming. Doing, screaming. Just doing these <laughs> rock screams. And yeah. I was yep. like, yes. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> oh, such a good show. I mean, the whole cast. I mean, your ensemble was great. Everybody yeah, phenomenal. in it. Um, you know, Betsy as Mary Magdalene was really good. Um, just the whole entire show was just really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, so, I was happy with it, for sure. Yeah, as you should be. <laughs> that, that show was, it's like right up there. You know, you're always, I mean, you know, I'm a director, you're a director. We all work in the same company. No one's ever sitting around going, well, my show was better than yours. Right, show right, 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 right. Um, I always said for the longest time that when we did Saigon, mm-hmm. back when we did Saigon, that was the best show Encore had ever done. Yeah. Um, and then for me, it was like, not until I got to do Les Mis that I said, well, we finally had a show that equaled Measure Saigon. Yeah, I said, yeah. it, it put those two together. And then what was great was JCS happens. JCS is right there with those three shows. Those are like the top shows when you look at Encore that stand out. Mm. Um, but I can honestly say that when Les Mis came out the second time, it just jumped ahead of them yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was that, really good. That you, second Les Mis. You made me Just a little bit. No, but seriously, just knowing that, you know, I can sit there and, you know, and say... Of all of the shows that Encore have done, you know, you've directed one of them, I've directed one of them, Eric's directed one of them. We have a lot of great directors in the company, yeah. and it's just, it's it's amazing that the shows, they just, and like I said, they keep getting better, better and better and better mm. and better. It's like, where do you go from here? It's you awesome. know? And the, sh- the, sh- the show was just fantastic. It was so, so good. And and keeping Matt up on that cross and doing that, yeah. oh, awesome, awesome. And I can yeah. honestly say, if we ever get the chance to do... Joseph, you know you're gonna get to do oh, that show. Because, I would love it. Yeah. Again, that's not my cup of tea. Much lighter. It's, it's much a little lighter. Bit lighter. On the show. <laughs> it's been. Go, a I will say time. though, I'm not. We don't precast an encore. 
but something but. to consider. I know a guy <laughs> who could rock an old Joseph. Uh, old, yeah, old uh, Joseph, like nobody's business. Uh, right? I didn't have Little abs, then I definitely don't have no. Actually, I tried to get him to audition for JCS. I tried getting him to audition for Full Monty. Yeah, it's 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 the, it's He's the like, I'm well, it is. Well, you got four yeah, kids, kids, so you know and, yeah. it's gonna happen. It's hard. Dude. It's a t- wicked time commitment. It is. You guys it's know yeah. yeah, it's tough to get it out is. there. And, it is. Uh, yeah, JCS was cool though. JCS yeah. was great. It was so good. Yeah. That's that's my like that's my musically that's my kind of show. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I love shows like that where it's just all out rock from mm-hmm. you know and. Well, for me, that was Spring Awakening. I mean, right, it was that style right, right. Yep. of music. Yeah, those, just, those I are loved fun. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was great. So, yeah, um, JCS, amazing show. And then, you know, that was just this past spring, right? So, yeah. and then we get ready and we're gearing up for... Now, you're working on something currently. Run for your wife. Run for your wife. Yeah. Uh, when does that actually go up? The 14th, 15th, 16th of August, I awesome. believe, is the weekend. So, yeah, that... Definitely, we've actually plugged that a few times yeah, on the yeah. show. Uh, give us a little bit about that. How, how's that going? What's going uh, on It's going that? good. It's going to be hysterical. We actually have a pretty large set piece going really? up in there. Yeah, um, we're act- we're just creating, a, uh, we're creating, uh, in theory, uh, the wall of an apartment. Right. Two apartments. Right. Um, yeah, you're doing the split right, down the middle. Exactly, half and yeah. Half, yeah. So, um, now, I'm familiar with the show. I've seen it done. Right, John right, was right. not. Yeah, I haven't seen um, it. But I was yeah. telling him about it when we were doing the promos that, it is a riot of a show. It is so much fun. And actually now, uh, you know, the lines are getting down, all the blocking's done. And so I always love to tell um, my cast up when we do those small shows up there, bring in some, a little improv. If you, you know what I mean? Just to see, play around with it and stray a little from the lines. Um, it's really going to be hysterical. And right. I'm seeing some cool things happen. So Nice. Yeah, it is It is a fun show. I can't wait to see it. It's one of my favorite. I love that British comedy yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, and just... It's 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 a trip. It's a trip. Um, when I had seen it done, uh, a cousin of mine played the gay neighbor. Okay. Um, but the voice he used when yeah. he did it was literally like that Saul character from the Jerky Boys. <laughs> yep. That's the voice he used in literally. I was in stitches every time he huh. did it, and and just knowing the story and the situation and everything that happens, mm. it's just it's a fun show. It and, is really and I'm fun. I'm looking forward to seeing it. So not only are you in the middle of directing that, yep. you're Mary Poppins. Yep. And you're the and choreographer. Yeah. You're not busy. You no, ain't got nothing going you know. on. It's and nothing. It's nothing. Now, are you doing camps and stuff like during the day? Um, I just did one session um, at the stadium, and then I sort of took the rest of the summer off. Right. Hang right, out right. with well, my Well, I think you need to take yeah, some time to yourself. Exactly. At night, it's like busy all the time with everything yeah. else oh, going yeah. on. It's I know. Crazy. My husband's like, so... You must be out like five you nights You rehearsal every night? I'm right? like, yes. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For a couple weeks anyway, until right. one of your shows is done, uh, which will be good. All right. Well, Mary I think, uh, yeah, Mary Poppins. It's exciting. It's going to be big. Yeah, I'm excited too. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward. You know what we'll have to do? We'll have to get you on again as we get closer to the show mm. and we can talk about it. Maybe we can bring in a few of the cast members and just kind of do a sit around yeah. and, and talk still, with a bunch of people. I still want to get Adam on too. Yeah, yeah we're gonna get, definitely going to get Adam on. I want to get John, John. on. Uh, I want to get a few other people. Um, so, yeah, we definitely got a lot to talk about in over the next couple of episodes. Mary Poppins will probably be a big part of uh, what that you know entails because it's just it's coming so and it's big. exciting it's huge yeah. and we can talk about it and we yeah. can we can <laughs> say the name Mary Poppins the, now do we know when the show's going up it's going up in October October it's like yeah. the middle two weekends in October yeah, yeah it's after the, the holiday that's weekend that's the one I don't know what the hell I'm going to do that's it's right because you're, you're not yeah, around right I, I'm the second the second uh, Friday and the first Sunday 
I'll be traveling for work. Right. So I don't know what the heck I'm going to do. I'm sure you'll figure it out. Yeah, you maybe. better figure it out. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do it remotely. I'm yeah, on, hey, on what if we had that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put a little camera. Right. You can watch it as long as it's all in real time. You'll be all set, right? Yeah, that might not go so well. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. All right, well, we've been talking with Megan Bernal. I want to say thank you for coming out. I'm glad we were able to get you on. And like I said, we'll have to have you come back. and We'll, we'll chat up some Mary Poppins news some yes. more. And uh, we will definitely be hearing more from you. Awesome. All right, so that's this episode. And uh, I'm Fred Fortier. John Roberts. I'm Megan Bruno. And we'll see you Behind the Act Curtain. You've been listening to Behind the Act Curtain. You can follow us on Facebook at Behind the Act Curtain or on our website at BehindTheActCurtain.com. Original music by Shaded Glitch. You can download his debut album, Lost in a Labyrinth, on iTunes and follow him on all social media. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, send us an email at BehindTheActCurtain at gmail.com.